When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, what's up, fans? You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Lieutenant Jesse Wooji, NASCAR driver, and this week, I'm your hunk. Hello, and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. I am Jordan Wonders, and this week, I am your chunk. I'm Doge, and you're going to turn your back on Chunky? And I'm Carter. And that's the beautiful thing about fate. It's Chunky. Mm, it, it is. <laughs> If you're wondering why our intro sounded different than usual, friends, that was the voice of the one, the only, Jesse Iwuji. Like, legitimately, that was him. We can show you all the proof. Yeah. I can't believe that this actually happened. This is so excited. We're, like, beside ourselves excited. Jesse's awesome. Super worth a follow on Instagram. Oh, absolutely. Uh, He's, like, a good dude very personable, but also is an actual hero. Yeah, for real. Check out jessieawuji.com to learn more about him and what he's all about. He's a man. We love you, Jesse. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Jesse, you're family. You are family. You can, you you can really say are. grace at our table anytime. We have a fourth microphone waiting. Waiting for you. I have been visited by the ghost of Furious Future. Oh, wow. Allow me to explain. You see, about one week ago, I had a dream in which myself, you, Jordan, and you, Carter. Ah, the, I, I promise. Like it's, I promise, I'm not making this dream up. We were invited to the premiere. Oh my god! Of Fast and Furious Nine. I'd go. Uh, they had apparently heard our podcast and said, Loved "These it, guys course. get these movies. <laughs> we want them to come to they our get premiere." It. So we're at. This, uh, it's a theater in sure. LA. It used to be a stage theater. It's been converted, like retrofitted into a this movie a, theater. This is a detailed a, dream. Very much you detailed. Just buckle your furious seatbelt. Uh, <laughs> we get there and we notice that there are two projected screens on the sides and one open stage in the middle. Okay. 
And he said, hmm, it's a play. That's strange. Fast and Furious 9 is a multimedia production. <laughs> the first 25 minutes of this movie feature archival footage of Paul Walker as Brian. <laughs> yeah, sure. And they play on the side screens. The middle one hour of this movie is a live stage play where there's only one character, and it is a Paul Walker impersonator. What? And he is, it, it is genuinely a one hour long monologue <laughs> in, in which he pantomimes driving a car in the desert, reflecting on his past successes and failures and his decision to ultimately leave the racing lifestyle behind. Presumably this happens in between Fast and Furious 6 and 7, and it explains his decision to get out of the racing game. Sure, and I'm assuming he starts it by looking at the audience directly in the eyes and saying, oh, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, That's what happens. Oh, here we go. And then the last 25 minutes of this uh, is uh, like a, a filmed sequence that leads into the beginning of Furious 7. What? This is actually a shockingly short Fast and Furious movie because yeah. that, that rounds out to about an hour 50. Well, it's a short Fast and Furious, but it's a very long <laughs> sort of avant-garde <gasps> stage media production. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say it started out with archival footage of Paul Walker the entire time during which Dom Toretto, aka Vin Diesel, is just scream <laughs> crying on the stage. Just It's like... <laughs> Vin Diesel, like he intros the whole thing and it's just really quiet for like five minutes. And then there's only a spotlight on him gleaming off of his head. And he just says simply, it's been a long day without you, my friend. I'll tell you all about it. So I have explained to you, I have painted with a brush the broad strokes of Fast and Furious 9. Certainly. Allow me to share with you the strangest detail. Oh, it hasn't happened yet. About 40 minutes into the live stage portion of Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> this is so this is a real dream. Not Paul Walker drives past three prairie dogs. What? What? Yes. <laughs> this is so weird. What the heck? These three prairie dogs become not Paul Walker's companions for the rest of the live show. Sure, like portion. a Jiminy Cricket sort of a situation. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Okay. They die horrifically. <laughs> Sets the stage for the third act conflict, which is the filmed portion that closes out this show. (laughs) (laughs) That is so so wonderfully bizarre. So, keep your eyes peeled for Fast and Furious 9. (laughs) Justin Lin, eat your heart out and hit us up. Come into a theater live experience (laughs) near you. Probably in one place. Fast and Furious 9D. Oh my god. Experience everything. <laughs> We're all here now. We all live here. This is the inside of my mind. I've opened the doors and I've shown it to you. And I think the only proper thing to do is to take a trip. Carter, tell them where we're going. Ooh. I think it's time for a little trip to... Jordan Wonders Car Corner. Welcome to Jordan Wonders Car Corner, where Jordan Wonders answers all car-related queries and questions. I have a question. Yeah, I have an and answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about some some real experience that I had today. Okay, and I want you to just simply explain it to me. Okay, so I uh, was making the commute from where I work in South Dallas. You, yep. It's hard to call it Dallas uh, up to North Dallas area. Uh, obviously congested. Sure. During yeah. the five o'clock Just traffic. Sniffles. My ETA at first. That's estimated time of arrival. Estimated time of, of arrival. Yeah, I knew you would know that yeah. as a car guy. Cars. Um, was like 
six fifty. Like yeah. it was like I was gonna barely make it for us to film the podcast. And so I'm getting frustrated. Ten minutes in, it's even like the ETA is longer and longer. Oh. And so what happens is I take off my uh button up shirt mm-hmm. that I wore to work, mm-hmm. and underneath I have a wife beater. Sure. As soon as the shirt was completely off me, I was here. Oh. I got here mm. at 6.03. Wow. Mm. The question is, and, and and I don't want to make assumptions, especially not around an expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. I had the wife beater on mm-hmm. from what we've seen in Fast of the Furious. Sure. Did that simply make me faster? And if it does, what other garments or accessories can our listeners buy to make them faster? Mm. I'm glad you asked. This is a common question that I get here a lot. Uh, not specific to your situation, but we'll get there. Uh, the easiest answer is usually the simplest, and here it is. You were already stuck in traffic. Right. Maybe I would even say a little angry. Oh, so you had furious down. Okay, I think it's that was easy. Okay. okay. Second, you took off the shirt. All of a sudden, fast was part of the mix. Now you're both fast and also simultaneously furious. That makes you perfect practically sense. So you have to have both. <laughs> sure. The other thing that that works for is uh, if you're having a day where you feel really nice and you like the way that you look. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're, you're feeling good about yourself, but then you put on some sort of a monocle that makes you look down at other people. Mm. You are simultane- simultaneously experiencing both pride and also prejudice. And mm. you will, in fact, find yourself a Darcy or two, maybe even mm. three. Follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Follow-up answer. Uh, why? Cars. So, okay, yeah. And, and I was going to say, don't, I'm glad I don't you did mean, it. Yeah. I don't mean, and this is the last episode of The Fastest and the Furious. Just, so what I don't mean is why do we use cars? Right. You know, I know you can answer that. I really want to try and stump you this time. Why cars? So what do cars tell us about sort of the human condition? Sure. Um, great question. And I mean, when it comes down to it, all I can say is this. And, and I want to be clear. I don't mean to brag. I drive a car sometimes. Wow. Whoa. I know. Okay, wow. I know. I know. Um, and and I'm glad so, you prefaced it that way because I thought you were bragging. Here's the thing about cars. What don't they teach us? Mm. Resilience. Yeah. Speed. Location. <laughs> I thought you said Brazilian. I did too. <laughs> Air conditioning. Seatbelts. Uh-huh. Seats. Steering wheels. Honking. Learned it Lights. all. Learned it all. How would we know what a honk was? Downhill juice. Yeah, downhill juice. How would I know whether or not it was time to flip that nos if it wasn't for my cost? That's hmm. cars with a bad accent. Yeah. yeah. So, Sean. Yeah. yeah. I know um, that guy. It's really cool, like a little Easter egg. Not Easter egg. It's just fun <laughs> trivia. But, yeah. But nos juice. Yep. yep. He actually, that the name came from it before it had been called something completely different. The film was rolling. And and he didn't know it, but he takes a legitimate sip of it, and he says, "That's Nos." Yeah. Mm. And then they just completely rebrand. Pretty brilliant. sort of like the the fried chicken uh, waitress at a restaurant that Doge and I had once that asked us if we wanted our fried chicken spicy. Spicy. Absolutely real story. <laughs> you yeah. eat fried chicken, and then they massage your feet, <laughs> and yeah. you have she goes, free wane at the pool. I would recommend getting the chef special, but be careful. It is pretty spicy. <laughs> spicy. Spicy. Well, with all this talk of spicy chicken. Yeah, let's talk about a spicy movie instead, huh? It should be obvious. You guys know which movie we're talking about. It's called The Fate, Fate of, of the, the Furious. furious. Uh, 
so. Doge, slap me right up and down with this and up, sis. Fate of the Furious tells the story of Dominic Toretto turning his back on his family. (laughs) No. Dominic Toretto is recruited to work for international terrorist Cypher and to help her steal some gadgets and some gizmos that she's going to use to send a message to world leaders and say that they have gone too far and crossed over the line. Mr. Nobody recruits Dom's old team to hunt him down and stop him. Little do they know that Dom has not actually turned his back on family, but is instead reacting to the revelation that his son is... Number one exists, and number two is being held hostage by <gasps> Cypher. And that's the way it is. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much this movie. Yeah. The, the two teams square off. Dom. <laughs> oh, do they? Dom saves the day. Spoilers, I it's guess. It's to everyone. call Cypher's team a team. It's like Cypher in the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. It's like nobody <laughs> was no. going to do much Dimash. Not really. Not really. Even yeah. Cypher physically, huh? No. no. I don't think so. So let's let's talk about let's start it. driving down the road that is this movie. Yeah, let's do that. We open on is it Cuba? Cuba. 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 Man, what a weird thing to choose to open this movie with. Yeah. Huh? Well, I think they're running out of countries. Because, because, no, for real. It was like Cuba and Russia. It's like in Berlin and New York. Those were all in this one. Yeah. yeah. And they hadn't been in any of the others. So that's fair. Like, hey, we're really digging the island vibe. Yeah. We've already done Mexico. Yeah. We've done, did they do Jamaica? They've done another Probably. like, and then here's Cuba. Then there's Cuba, but, you know, as yeah. they say in Cuba. The, the country isn't even the, the part that's confusing to me. The problem that I have is like, what was the point of any of it? Exactly. Yeah. Cousin never came back. Cousin Nef- didn't. It, and- was it a nephew? And it was cousin. Cousin, cousin did the, not come back. The role of cousin did come Mr. Back. Angry Beard nose piercing could have oh, been played yeah. by anybody. I mean, he could it could have been any underworld connection later on that pulled up in a van. I don't I, know why it had to be Cuba Beard nose ring. I know you're not trying to trick me right now, but you're so close to getting me to give my super dumb. This early on? This early on. Okay, in the episode. Let, let's stay in Cuba for a little bit. That race was so pointless. But and weird. I enjoyed it. You did? Yes. Tell us why. Well, because good for you. <laughs> because I we finally had someone who was up to street race Dom that was kind of not dealing with the normal Dom way. Because Dom was like, let's race it. You can have this car. Oh, it's not. And he was trying to talk trash. And he's like, all right, if it's not about the car, drive his. Let's see you put up or, you know, put up or shut up. Right. But yeah. And then he I, rips the car apart with his hands. Which Do you was not like insane. that? I and like he puts, that. really, that's all it takes. Like, did this offend the people that love Fast and Furious because <laughs> they work on cars? Right. To be like, hmm, maybe he's this is the first to time they've cars. This is really unrealistic. But he's tearing it apart with down. his hands. And then he's like, what do I do? <laughs> oh, Coca Cola tab. Boink. Weird, pull huh? This is, yeah. a, this is a trick the buster used to pull. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, buster, don't let me down. In my notes, I wrote, there should be no issue with Dom's car catching on fire because we know it only brings him strength. Exactly. Yeah. Like he the power fire. of fire. But my problem is like the fire made go fast. No, Obviously, well, because fire. it was going so fast, it caused fire. 
Okay, we've always been <laughs> I just don't we've always been a show that is unafraid to tackle the hard-hitting scientific <laughs> issues of the day. Sure. Fire is boost. And we said it and we believe it. Fire is boost. I speak it in truth and I believe it. Fire is boost. Fire is boost. Okay, next question. He, it's the first time someone's won backwards. You know, That's they're, true. They're, they're trying to be but really creative. The, the, and this brings me to a, a, an issue that I have with this movie that I also love about this movie. This is the most conflicting point of this movie for me. The total disregard for human life is at an all-time high. You think this is the highest I it's been? I think so. I really do. Probably for a thing that comes up later. Yeah. Mainly. And yeah. this this backwards... Just yeah, car ramps off, explodes. And after the car lands in the water, everybody loses their minds, all that good stuff. Then Dom's like, nah, forget it. Your respect is enough for me. You can, Why? You can keep your car. Why is this random dude enough for Dom? Exactly. What comes with invincibility is also the ability to see into the future sure. and a certain yeah. kind of vision. Sure. This he is Father he needed, Furious. He knew all. he needed this guy. Sure. Yeah. He knew he needed to put him, and this guy needed to be the bacon lettuce tomato of a big reveal twist sandwich You're that happens. three toppings more. worth of credit? Well, he's not the bread. It's not a sandwich without I the bread. I would call him the lettuce. He's he the adds lettuce. a little bit of crunch, but he is ultimately nutritionally meaningless. Sure. There it is. That's what I was trying to get to. Alley oop. If we're talking about nutritionally meaningless, it's a great time. I I can't hold it anymore. Wow. My super dumb is the way this movie starts. We waste like 15 to 30 minutes. No, dog. We waste like almost 45 whole minutes. We waste forever. This (laughs) not just in Cuba, but just before anything really This movie should begin. The the one thing that I wish that they didn't show us was this stupid race in Cuba. This was ridiculous for me. We didn't need this. The one thing that I wanted them to show us was the heist in Germany where they steal the EMP. Yeah. They didn't show that. They cut to the end of what that a heist. Great point. The movie should have been a cold open into that heist and all the team is together stealing that thing in Germany. I think we should have never seen Charlize. We should have never seen Cypher until a reveal later on that Dom didn't actually flip. Exactly. If we opened cold open heist and we're like, yeah, yeah, here we go. And then all and then of a Dom sudden flips. out of nowhere Dom flips. Oh, and hits yes. Hobbs. Then that we would all be right. like, what oh, is happening? No. Let and me then tell you- cut to black title, Fate of the Furious. And then it's the rest of the team reeling. What do we do about Dom he's turned and here's here's something that's weird about me especially considering my starting position with these movies I genuinely believe that if Justin Lin had directed this that is what we would have gotten in Justin we trust yeah Yeah. I have have enough I don't know if yeah trust feels like the right I have enough trust in his abilities I'm trusting Justin I'm 92% in on this with you guys Uh I think it's brilliant yeah and it got me pretty excited yeah but if you do all of this where do you put the Hakka with the little league soccer team, which honestly I loved so, I really much. did love. Let that. me let me Huge bring up a note here on the rock. Hey, I, okay, here we go. Easy, easy, easy. The rock is not part of that first mission. Yeah, the rock is not part of that first oh, mission. He has he to bonks, be for bonks Letty, and the, yeah, he hits Letty, and then Mister Nobody comes. The rock, and he says, "It's not some random henchman." Random no, mustache. you can't do that. Though I'm sorry, you can't do that structurally because then how does the rock get to prison? And we have that amazing time. Yeah, that's true. He has true. to get to prison. That's he has true. to be the one person they catch. Okay. Okay. That's true. Okay. Here's we the deal. open the movie on The Rock giving instructions. That's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was, I love it so much. I wrote, 
like Hobbs is officially Dwayne Johnson now. Like yes! they have, they really have made him Dwayne the yes! Rock Johnson. His personality, the is one hundred percent. I believe, I believe a mom, few episodes like ago, cheerleading squad. Yes, so good. And him making the agent cheer for the Red Dragons. So good. I believe a few episodes ago you termed it eyebrow rock. Eyebrow rock is here. Eyebrow rock. We are we are living in the reign of eyebrow we rock, are. and we it's fantastic. Are. Yeah, I'm for the actual. Well, not Fast and the Furious 9, but for this breakaway of it being Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, please. Honestly, and we'll get to it later. After this movie, I am more excited for that than I am for Fast and Furious 9. I would say so, too. And and let's, I'll go ahead and bring this up now. It's a dump for me, but it's not the super dump. Something happened. And yes, Paul Walker's absence plays a huge role in this. And I never thought that there would feel like there was something missing. Oh my gosh, I felt such a But I could not really buy into the dynamic of this team very well. I had trouble with this team. And it was, I didn't have that when only Han was gone. Of course I didn't without Giselle or Mia because I don't think they're very necessary to be as much of a part of it as they were. But there was something about when they were sitting around that table, when it should have felt cool to have the team together, yeah, didn't feel like it's the, team. the Brian of it all. Well, it and didn't I think feel they, like the team. they like the movie. Gosh, I don't know how you. It, it's kind of uncharted waters. Like, how do you address this? Because I, on the one hand, it's a dump that they have that scene where they go, "We should call Brian," and then uh, Michelle Rodriguez says, "No, we can't get Brian involved. We can't bring him and Mia back into this." But in that, your audience is not thinking about the character Brian. We're just thinking, oh, they can't bring him in because Paul Walker he's gone. is dead. Yeah. yeah. And that's like... But I also kind of liked the way that in-universe they addressed the obvious question of why not call Brian. See, I think I would have preferred just a straight-up omission. I agree. Because the end was so good. Yeah, it was. The end of Seven was so good as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought you meant the end of this no, one. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. The end of Seven was so <laughs> the great. Of and Brian, like, like, let's just... Let's leave that character alone, even in... Mention, like, don't at him, you yeah. know? Just stop mentioning Well, him. it's not the kind of thing either. That made such national, well, worldwide news. When it yeah. makes 1.5 billion worldwide, yeah. that's at least, oh, that's over a billion people that saw the movie. I know a lot of people went more than once, but there's nobody in the theater during eight that's going, that's because Paul Walker died. Yeah. Like they're referencing, that's why he's not here. Everyone like, knows what's yeah. up. Everybody knows what's yeah. up. It's just like you yeah. said. Um, another little thing before we get past it, cause it's really easy to miss. I randomly, because I got a call, I can't remember what it was. I had to pause the movie and I paused it on something that wouldn't have normally been a dump, but it was for me. Cause it doesn't make sense. Dom, Dom Toretto is invincible, yes? Yeah. Yes. One unkillable. of the most, if not the most, unkillable. He has, he has, and we have another fake sacral, sacrificial slow-mo launch at the end. Always. Again, the car. Always, he's, he's always, always. again by fire. I Ice was really bothered, and I think that's only because I have become a leg- legitimate fan of this franchise. So now some, I have, something is at stake for me. Sure. I have bought stock in Fast and Furious. Sure. He answers his phone. I don't think Dom Toretto should have a protective phone case. No, I agree. Oh. I, I said the exact same thing. That case. Did came up you and I was really? Like, cool case, man. He shouldn't even have one, right? Yeah. Should Dom Toretto? Yeah. The phone should just be a microchip with a speaker connected or something. To it. Yeah. Which, speaking of speakers, he should vaseline up his hands before he even uses the phone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it kills a bad guy. Yeah. Because he's just that right good at that kind of stuff. Shoots it at terminal velocity. Yep. The Berlin. Uh, tubular heist yeah would we call that call it that yeah the berlin missed opportunity are we okay yeah well while there was wasted opportunities uh some good things happened that i think 
we asked of it. Sure do. They pretty much brought back the weapon of a heavy thing on a chain. The Big, wrecking ball was cool. They'd used it before. Big pump on that. Big pump on that. Uh, guys, they were driving with two hands this entire heist. They, they sure were. They did not have walkie-talkies. They sure they didn't. didn't. The walkie-talkies came back so, in Russia. Yeah. So were the walkie-talkies... Oh, I didn't even notice they were in Russia. Were they really? They were talking with one hand. Because at one point, Ludacris, almost my super dump, when he, I don't want to give away things, but when he (laughs) talks, he is in distress. Who is he talking to when he turns on his walkie to say, oh, no, 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 no. Like, who is, how is that of use to anybody? Anyways. He's talking to us, Carter. I'm too picky. Almost my super dump for this movie. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's just talk about this. The one-liners are the worst they have ever been They're in the history bad. of this series. Yeah. It is just one-liner after one-liner. And now don't get me wrong, some of my favorite moments involved some of those one-liners, but like almost every ounce of dialogue in this movie was either expository mm-hmm. or oh no, here we go again. Like, I don't that's get all it was. I, I totally agree. I don't get the sense that any of this dialogue would happen if there wasn't a camera pointed at these characters. hundred percent. I mean, the camera, the, the dialogue exists to inform the viewer of what's going on yeah. yep. rather than to tell the story and rather than portray characters. Right. Agreed. I agree. And uh, so they, they go, they do the big Germany heist after uh, Dom is confronted by Cypher, played by Charlize Theron. And she's honestly a big dumb for me in this movie. Really? Yeah. I, I felt pretty neutral about her. Well, I think she's, she's coming at the, the tail end of the Shaw brothers, yeah. who were yeah. by far the best villains. Agreed. But something that I thought was cool about Cypher that I actually appreciated was that Cypher attacked them in a different way than anybody else had. Which was great. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm all for Dom being forced to fight his own family against his will. And right. it was actually, for me, the most compelling part of this movie. Okay. Then I have a question for you about Dom's sort of, his I guess- motivation? His motivation. Because I have a problem with the ransom. motivation. So, Charlie's shows him a picture on a cell phone. How does he know it's his son? Shows him a picture on a cell phone, and we don't ever see what's in the cell phone. Right. Then about 30 minutes later, we get the, the scene of him and Elsa Pataki. And he's surprised. And the baby. And he is surprised, and this is the first time he has seen his son. What does she show him on the cell phone? Why is he, why is he with her? But how does he know... That it's his son that on the it's phone? His son. No, that's what yeah. I was thinking too. 100%. I was expecting because to Elsa have... was definitely not a part of it, or else he would have been like, oh, this makes sense because that's the mom. Right? Because yeah. that's the thing. Like, he is totally shocked, and Elsa has to explain to him the terms of her pregnancy. She literally yeah. has to say, hey, this baby that you're looking at, he is yours, and this is why? Well, she knows why. <laughs> he is we yours. Sports. He is yours. And this is when, and this is where, and this is how. What does Cypher use then? Simple answer. The picture on that phone wasn't really a picture at all. It was a collection of really big words. And mm. you just saw Dom Toretto's natural reaction to making his brain work <laughs> in that way. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I have an alternate theory that I'd like to exposit. Do it. She turns the phone around and it's Tormund Giant's Bane holding a rifle to the head of a giant bottle of Corona. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. And no. Dom says, I would do anything, which is, explains why he looks kind of disappointed when he sees it's just like his son. He's like, oh, I mean, I guess I could say. I thought it was going to be a big Corona. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't wait to drink up that bad boy. Um, 
What? Comme une twinkle de bad boy. Bad boy, Hello, I'm a dumb Toretto. Choose your player. That's my Mario Kart. No, do more Mario Kart. Let's go. Sorry. Toad. That was a good toad. You've been listening to the sounds of Mario Kart. As we were in the base, which yeah. there was a really cool moment when Mr. Nobody was like, oh, that's it. Mr. Nobody was like, that's interesting. That's here. And then things blow up. That I was, loved that. That was really cool. Love I hated that. that. Like, you hated that? That was so like a oh, great timing, Kurt Russell. I know, no, I know, like, but I love this. Wait, you don't think it couldn't be. No, no, that's, no. Here to me, I read explosion. It, to me, I read it as Mr. Nobody being like oh, a fight, yay! Yeah. Like that's how I read it of him being like interesting because that's uh, like oh, it's about to go down. Yeah, get like ready. One of those because we know he loves it. Get ready. Well, Russell looked about, old to me oh, in he this. Look old. He looked like a whoopee cushion with eyes. <laughs> we <laughs> every time he talks, he's like, <laughs> should should we be doing this right now? Because this is after the prison. Should we talk about? No, the let's prison talk about the prison. The uh, I am anything Hobbs wants to do. Yep. Please. Fine. Yep. When he curls a concrete prison bench. Breaks it off the yeah. wall yeah. first. Yeah. But even before that, he's just punching the wall. Yeah. Like, oh, Dude, oh, yeah. Oh, With oh, seemingly oh, no consequence, which I don't get. But let me say this. You Why don't you get attention then? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he broke through a cast. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Shaw? Jason Statham? Yeah. Up to this point, I was like, nah, okay, I, I get it. He was scary. He was sort of Michael Myers-esque, just pursuing constantly. Right. Yep, yep. And he had a moment- in the prison. So so by the end of this movie, I might be the biggest Shaw fan in the world. We'll talk about why later. But in the prison, even I had to think like, yeah, Shaw, you're scary. I get it. Why would you taunt Hobbs so much? Yeah. He can rip you in half. And at one point, he but takes Shaw's a rubber fearless. bullet to the chest. Yeah. Hobbs does. And it's just like, rubber bullet, you big Shaw is fearless. What is, what is the video game to where literally all you get to do is just kill zombies. You are by yourself. It was one of the first video games that came out for one of the newer consoles. Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Yeah. When yeah. it's you're just in a mall. I don't care if Hobbs and Shaw, if that movie is just the two of them placed in a group of villains and I get to see them kill them in different scene? ways. Yes. Oh my gosh, I would watch that. I yeah. loved so. it. And I, I really loved their banter back and forth. Yes. And that's something that both of their personalities kind of ha- has done. Hobbs continues to do that with Roman and yeah. all that stuff. But I thought that was a great scene the prison in general was some of the wildest fighting we have seen oh in gosh. this I series could, i could Unbelievable. watch dwayne the rock johnson walk down a hallway and like take shots to each shoulder and like alternate back and forth for an hour yeah. rubber bullets bad idea yeah like, oh he throws three people at once yep back first into a concrete wall like the juggernaut and can we talk about how far Hobbs and Shaw slid anytime they slid oh my gosh. in this prison. Without much momentum to start. They, it was just kind of like, about, they down. must mop the floor with olive oil. Can we talk <laughs> Gross. Can we talk about how easily I believed it though? Yeah. Because there was a point in this series where I would have gone, oh, that's not how sliding works. But yeah. my first thought every time was not, that's not real. My first thought was, that's this is all? the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Right. The, they have set the precedent in this series of nothing is impossible. So just go ahead and expect all of it. Anything Which I'm possible. fine with. Can we talk about Mr. Nobody's sidekick, Little Nobody, now? Here's the thing. Yeah. He looks so much like Clint Eastwood because it's his son. Okay, I was going to say. No, you, no, no, you, no, 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 no. Okay, just want to make his sure. His son looks so much like him. I was offended that he played such a 
worthless character. Such a chump. I was like, you're an yeah. Eastwood, son. I just want to slap him in the face and put a like, cigarette in there and a cowboy hat be like, get over it. Do you know who you are? Kid, get out of my movie. And was he supposed to be some kind of substitute for Brian that's O'Connell? That's exactly what he was. He was surrogate Brian. No, I hope that's not true. I think it was too. I don't want to think about that. But he drove a blue car. It was basically thing. a skyline. Here's the thing. You always in these movies need a lame white guy to drive a blue no, import. this is lame. This yeah. is like a different breed. Allow me to insert the fact that Scott Eastwood in this movie is my super dump. Yeah. Yep. He was the worst character in this movie. He sucked. And there were... At one point near the end, he's been this staunch rule follower the whole time. And Mr. Nobody's been doing this like three lessons thing the whole time. His turnaround from, we can't do that. It's not safe. We need to contact the authorities to, you're right. Pff, let's do this. bar scene. Took, oh, so bad. I'm not kidding. I rewound. From the time he says, we can't do that. It's not safe. It's impossible. To the time where he smashes the thing to get the keys out. Like seven 12 seconds. seconds. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. 12 seconds. He, it was such a and and then they open up that massive garage. There was a lot I didn't like about a lot of those things, yep. like how Tej knows they everything about, about the tank? tank. Yeah, what we got here, but like it didn't it feel so much like a Chevy commercial? Hundred yeah. because they're all standing right there. No, even before it opens, you know how they will get the like not <laughs> real, actors, real people, real not people. Yeah. Which like, by the actually, way, here's you, your Nana, your grandma's here too. Do you know Aww. that that disclaimer just means that they're not SAG? SAG, yeah. Like they can no, still be they, professional actors, they're just not part of the Screen Actors Guild. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! But that that sort of brings me around to another thing related to that moment and to a lot of this. It was almost my super dump. Also, the pacing in this movie is the worst I've ever seen. Yep, it's because we start with forty minutes of fat. Right, but I don't think there were thirty seconds without dialogue in this whole movie. That's number one, and then number two, we've had the problem before of them extending thirty second races to be about six minutes long. Sure. It was the opposite here. At one point they say there's a minute left on a timer and about 15 seconds I later. Counted. Timer goes off. Yeah. I also counted that. Well, and I think the most egregious example of shortening time is that we don't get any of the heist in Germany. hundred percent. I'm never going to get over that. That's yeah, just going to be my one bone that I pick forever. I this movie. I'm sorry, man. But, uh, after, after we're sort of attacked by Cypher and her crew with Mr. Nobody and little nobody. Can I just take a minute to pump on this, to dump? I'm so sorry to dump on Mr. Nobody. Wait, in why? this one? He was wasted in this one. I feel like they didn't give Kurt Russell anything to do other than interact with the worst so you, character in this so movie. So you want to dump on on the utilization of Mr. Nobody. Sure, I would have loved more Mr. Nobody. Okay, there we go. And the Mr. Nobody that I got was crappy. Especially after what? they gave us kill everyone with the coolest night vision sunglasses, Mr. Nobody. I'm at a point in my life where I hope the Hobbs and Shaw movie includes Kurt Russell's Mr. I nobody. guarantee you. Here's it will. the thing. They are so twisty in the Fast and Furious franchise. I could call it right now. I'm going to. He's going to be a big bad. Whoa. You think, you think so? He's going to be a villain. I don't want that. Dude, that, no. If Mr. Nobody was the villain of Hobbs and Shaw. Actually, or of anything. Yeah, I would really love that. Make him a villain. Because you've already Dude, not even the villain given him in any kind of backstory. The villain in 10 is that he's he's been like supplying all of these terrorist people like he was funding the shaw brothers he was funding cypher and it's, it's all and a live game dom's show. crew yep. is just another quote-unquote terrorist another org terrorist he, cell yeah. that he's funding and then what they have to reconcile is uh-oh we've been working with this guy for years but do you know anything i don't know anything about do you know anything about, yeah. I don't know anything about oh no you know what i mean we got to cool. use the god's eye to find mr nobody so actually big pump on the use of the god's eye in this yeah. movie for me when they addressed the fact that they had already tried it, I was like, good move. That yeah, was right. clutch. <clears throat> yeah, yep. that was a great move. I like that. That felt 
good. I'm glad it was in the movie, but it did feel a little bit like, hey, audience, we know you were going to call plot hole if we didn't do this. Well, 100%, that's what it was, but yeah. I was into the it. Same with same with the shout out to Brian and Mia. Yes. Like it felt a little bit like we're anticipating the reaction of fans and it just felt... Now, well, what I didn't weird. like was Mr. Nobody being like, yeah, Tedge, why don't you go try that? Uh, yeah, you think we didn't think of that already? Right. That was yeah. a little like a waste of time. They had a redemption moment too, though, because they did what was supposed to happen at the end of six with the airplane that does a quick drop and picks up the car and leaves. You're talking about Dom yep. getting That's away? That's exactly what was supposed to happen in six, but that airplane stayed on a runway for two hours. Right. Um, there's something I want to do, and we have to do it because it's the last movie in the in the franchise that right. we're podcasting. Right. Yes. As I was seeing all these people that are being used for such high level, like this one was literally they're saving the world. Right. Can we go through very quickly uh, as many as we can remember in this movie that are sitting, let's just say sitting around the table in Mr. Nobody's Nowhere and 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 name them and say, how did they get here? What what did they get? What did they do to deserve to be on a world-saving <laughs> team? Okay, and I don't have a lot of this prepared in my mind, but I did sit there and was like, A, Mr. Nobody is nobody. I have no sure, idea why nothing. he's there, but he's at the lead of this. Yep. We're calling it right now. He's going to be the big villain big of villain. Fast and Furious 10. Hobbs is there. How did he end up being a superhero? He was a super cop. Or a super soldier. Super or, cop yeah, that didn't was. really do his job because they got away and now they're his friends. Right. Yep. So he kind of failed. Uh, but he's there. Right. Um, we have Dom who worked in a garage, which sure. is still his profile. Sure. When we see him with God's eye. Yep. Which, yep. by the way, it said hair dark. Ooh. I feel like hair none or hair transparent would have been later. Yeah, hair yeah. different. And so, uh, yeah, and he was six one. Vin Diesel was actually six foot tall. So they 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 gave him they an inch. Him Vin Diesel was like, please add another inch on there. Six one sounds so much cooler. Letty, uh, why is she there? Uh, she's Dom's wife. Well, she was an ex terrorist. She's a good so driver. She's Dom's she's wife a and a good driver. driver. Are they all just here because they're good drivers? Roman certainly isn't, and that's what I don't understand. Roman's a bad Ro- driver. Yeah, Roman's a bad driver. That's well, a big one. Roman and Tej are my biggest issues of being well, a part of this team. Tej was the tech guy, but now that they have what's her butt, Ramsey. Yeah, get him out of here. I think yeah. Ramsey's needed. Yeah, sure. Ramsey's great, especially if Ramsey feels psych. Well, here's the thing: Ramsey feels qualified only because we've been told she's a hacker. Yeah, but how interesting is it to watch somebody hack, though? You know, what it I mean? wasn't. That was almost my super dumb. Yeah, Cipher versus Ramsey. Who cares? And it's like she thinks she's got me. Didn't thump, Tej thump, turn thump. the propeller back on? Didn't Tej own a garage? That's all he was at the beginning. He did. Yes. He he basically provided stuff. So he was. Just I believe dumb. he still does, though. Right. All I'm saying is, like yeah. these people. As much as I have compared them to superheroes, they lack the backstory sure. to be selected it's as not, a legitimate I superhero. Like, I feel like we no super soldier. Honestly, we got sucked into the whirlpool a little bit with the last two, and it's all we were like, yeah, unlikely heroes saving the world, but they're not so much unlikely as unqualified, yeah, right? It's unproven. <laughs> well, but here's the thing: I'm ready to get sucked right back into this whirlpool because can we talk about New York City, please? For the love of all things good, the zombie cars. Oh yeah, we. Are here. It's my super pump. Yeah, this was talk about so it. great. That talk was my zombie cars. Those are the two words you need to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Zom- Imagine what do you think of when you think of zombie cars? You did it. You did it. That's it. That's yeah. this scene. That's- Self-driving cars attacking the heroes of our movie. Carter, did you say it's also your super pump? No, okay. it's, a, mine, it's a pump for me. Either, but yeah, it's who would huge, have this? Who would no, have huge this? Pump no, 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 no. Huge the, pump for me. I feel like the writers of Fast and the Furious scripts 
have several little ping pong balls that they they put a pop culture phenomenon at the time, and they put it inside one of those big lottery baskets, and yeah. they turn it, and they say, "Make they it say, do cars, zombie, invincibility, fast." It's just like all these random things, but they're just but like every third ball says fast, so yeah, it's so always yeah. going to be a fast zombie on the table. Car, car is like eighty percent of yeah, the balls yeah. in there. Um, that was a pump. Almost my super pump was the very specific moment when. The parking garage. Yes. She says, yep. from she says make sky. it rain. Ooh. Oh my gosh. And, that and, was so And good. looking at it, at first I was like, oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh, no. Like I was so terrified. Many cars. Yeah. Please, why why can't we keep Dom in that awesome mask a I was little bit say, longer? Why did you take it off? It was so cool. That, that was, was so cool. What a, a waste moment. of a dope costume. That was a moment for me where I was just like, this series used to be about street <laughs> racing. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, he's Dom a, is dressed up as a combination. A he's a combination of the Winter Soldier and Buzzsaw Louie from VeggieTales. Yeah. Yeah. And he's and like he's got, cutting into the, the shield car. and this like giant saw. He's yeah. just on a pile of cars. And did it take you guys a second to figure out what the point of the flare was? No. To put it in the gas tank? Yeah. The gas tank? No. For a second, because I, I was like, why a flare? And I thought, You're oh, is he going to call like a missile strike expert. on- well, I thought he was going to drop it on the hood of the car and be like, missile strike on this car hold from the up, Hold up, Oh my up. gosh. Are you, are you not a car expert, Jordan? Did you what? know that gas catches on fire? What? Has Jordan Wonder's car corner been a lie these past This is an even weeks? bigger twist than the end of this movie. Guys, no, I, I swear. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really thought the dump was going to be like, Peace out, sucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just catch it all on fire. And how would he get that football that everybody Why do they claims keep calling exists? It a football? Is that a thing? Hey, yeah, I'm gonna say it's a thing and act like I know it, <laughs> okay. what it means. I'm trusting you. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> that, I, I told y'all I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it's a thing. Good. Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So, so is that what everybody's talking about when they talk about football? Wait, yeah, it's, it's the nuclear. nuclear, nuclear. nuclear. It's, now I know why people talk is about the it. So football, wow, yeah. Is the football the thing that they put on the back of his car? No, I think the football is the briefcase. Football is the briefcase. With the nuclear launch codes. The nuclear codes in it. I can't believe they kept saying it for so long. And That's they kept using the football reference. I get it in the moment, like hot potato. Sure. But it, like the point was to get the football. Sure. Guys, there's take a break no, to Google there is no way that that's, I can't believe they kept using it. Cause that's what confused me. They kept saying it like it's an established. They're like, oh no, I think at one point Tej is like, they got nukes, they got whatever, they got a football. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. Okay. Wikipedia says the nuclear football, also known as the atomic football or the president's emergency satchel is a briefcase, the contents of which are used by the President of the United States to authorize a nuclear attack. Oh my gosh. I don't want to talk about I this I wish they anymore. would have explained that a little bit so that I okay. would have appreciated Imagine it Imagine this, a world in which the game football is played, but instead of a brown triangular ball, it is- Stop everything. It is I don't want to talk case. about this anymore. I want to ask you what you think triangles look like. They have one point on one end and one point on the other end. Round in the middle, triangle. <laughs> it is played with a suitcase just full, like however many nuclear launch codes you can think. The cup runneth over. Quadruple it. Yeah. It's just stuffed to the gills with nuclear launch codes. Yeah. To I'd the watch. gills. And the winner of the game gets to launch a nuke at the other team. I'd watch it. It's a big deal. I'd I would watch, watch it. I would pay attention to it. Uh, I real quick want to hit on 
Uh, Dom's meeting with Mrs. Shaw, who we don't know at that point is Mrs. Shaw, but I totally 100% knew was Mrs. Shaw. I had my glasses off when I was watching this, and for a split second. Oh, you had to. Yeah. Split second, I was like, Meryl Streep? Oh, Oh, really? That would have been crazy. I was like, how did they get her? Oh, wait, no. It's still kind of a how did they get, though, because Helen Mirren doesn't really do these kinds of things, but she was hilarious. She was. For the little time we had her, I loved loved her scenes. But at the moment, at the end of the the. New York scene when, and I want to talk about one specific New York scene in a second, but at the moment at the end when Dom shoots Shaw, 100% I knew exactly what the plan was. Really? Absolutely did. No, I thought Shaw was dead. I looked, nope. I looked right at Callie and I said, that was why he met with Shaw's mom. I said mm. that, I said, Helen Mirren was Shaw's mom. That was why he met with Shaw's Speaking mom. Speaking of that plan, she only has like, you ruined for your love of your life. She only watched... Like a little bit of a wood. It's a shame they only had like 40 bucks to pay Luke Evans, though. Because right. he was in this movie for about 25 He seconds. ran upstairs yeah, and fact, was gone. The fact that he, oh, yeah, we never saw him again. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he might still be on that plane to this day. <laughs> Shaw was literally then like, he went upstairs go- to the Beauty and the Beast set <laughs> yep. to finish that movie. Exactly. Wait, no, wait. Was he with the pilots? Was he the one who said, time to land this plane? Yeah, he no, was. Time to land this we plane. Did yeah, we time. did see him. Yep. Um, but, but he's still, not a part like, of the family. Can, genuinely, he had about 50 seconds, if that, of screen time. Right. Can we talk about, real quick, before we move on from New York, drawing and quartering Dom's car and how dope that plan was? Yeah, that was really sweet. And then I had a moment where I was like, oh, Dom's yeah, was car awesome. can't flip two cars. And I was like, hey, he pulled a safe, like, two movies it's ago. Dumb, so for though. sure he can. Like, the car feeds on his own life energy. True. True. Yeah. We've already seen the boost he got from some fire from earlier. Mm. So flame is boost. I'll say it again. Flame is boost. Flame is make go fast. I want to talk about Atlanta. Do- <laughs> I want to talk about a dope scene. Okay, do it. And that scene is when Dumb, who apparently has been taking acting classes, screams at the glass. That was the loudest we've ever heard Dom get in this whole show. Yeah. And tears. But when he talks to Do you think his tears were gasoline? Yes. Or not. When he talks to Cypher. And he's like, you better kiss my baby because the only reason you, you quit your plan. Luckily I had subtitles on. Yeah. But he's honestly keeping you alive. Full chills. Really? At that scene. I was like, oh, Dom. Unleash it. Yeah. Unleash it. I was like. His, there was, his first yell came before this scene, though. Yeah, it did. When he's like, he just says out of nowhere, he, he picked such a bad time to yell. But he's like, I know that you need two people to do a failsafe, but I'm alone! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got chills, but that's from the urine running down my leg. Because I got so sick. <laughs> He yelled at such a random time. I I remember thinking that, and I had forgotten about it until right now. I remember when I watched this, I was like, wait, but Letty, you have Letty. Like, you're not alone. It's okay. Don't be so scared. Yeah. But he was sad. He was sad. I'm going to go ahead and do my super dump here. And it's so conflicting, and I hope we don't talk too much about it, because I think it's going to be controversial. I mean, that verse. Alluding back to when I said that the crew just felt like something was wrong. Something, while it was an interesting part of the plot to have Dom go rogue, good, we've got that out of the way. Sure. Letty's done it too. I really hope they don't do it again yeah. because that's getting old. D- having Dom not a part of the team for most of the movie 
almost beat this movie up structurally, especially with and Brian foundationally. Gone too. My super dump was pulling Dom away from the team. I agree, and maybe that just means Cipher was a good play for doing that because you made the movie worse for me. And you made it worse for everybody. I don't right. feel like Cypher right. was a particularly compelling villain, though. No. Yeah. No, I agree. It would have been interesting to see her, much like Baron Zemo, attack in a much different way than the crew was used to being attacked. And she did that, but it still lacked something. And I think that something was Dom. Yeah, Dom's just not crew. a part of it. Yeah, I totally, I haven't even made that connection. This would be way better if it was just Fast and Furious Civil War. Yeah. Where the team was actually split. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah be cool. give give me more than just Dom on one side, and yeah. and it would have been hard for anyone individually to do that. Well, Hobbs kind of did it, but he kind of had a team when he was a villain. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I would have loved to see maybe Fred even a little bit of of Letty being like, "I'm not going to leave Dom behind. Who's with me?" And maybe one other person going with her, and everybody else being like, "No way!" And right. then no those way. two kind of yeah. coming head to head at yeah. some point would have been cool. It. I dig it. Um, but I think it's time to talk about Russia. Let's do it. Right. The only thing that really happens in between these two scenes is. Scott Eastwood mumble crying his way through. He's a really bad actor. Yeah. He's a really bad actor. But I didn't think he was. Maybe I'm wrong, but. He enunciated. He's focused way too much on pronouncing words. Yeah. Than actually being a good actor. Yeah, I guess maybe the right, because he didn't really mumble so much as he did over speak. He over enunciated. It was the the Amy Adams in the DCEU. Yeah. But we get. Dumb in the coolest car I have seen in this entire series. Oh, loved it. It was cool. Thought it was so sick. And the poof, doing the like thing that just destroyed all that stuff. Yeah, that that was awesome. I mean, it's basically the Batmobile now. It is. Like, it's just 100 gadgets. I I was describing these movies to somebody the other day as these are just James Bond if every gadget was Was a car. car. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's great. Um, But we get Dom rolling up to this place that houses the nuclear submarine basically a military base right we get the crew rolling up on dom yep and cypher circling overhead yep with the baby did we address that elsa pataki died we did she died she died Tormund killed her goodbye it was tough so dom moves in Mm -hmm. makes his play makes it i mean that's kind of really all he does right yeah i mean Something that I that was a big dump. I felt like they were really and this is this movie was filmed last year. Game of Thrones is deep in it. Yeah. Like it is happening. You have built him up so much. What's that actor's name that's that's the wildling? Uh, we're just gonna go. You said it earlier. Just call him. No, that's the real name. Torment. Torment. That's his character name, Torment. Torment died like a expletive. Mm -hmm. Like he Yeah. Why didn't we have more of at least a fist fight? I guess we had to show Dom's fury. Well, and we like, had to watch Dom go. He goes, what are you doing? And Dom goes, I'm looking you in the eyes. Yeah. yeah. It, Stepped on the neck of the tiger. <laughs> you lifted <laughs> you your foot off you the took neck of the tiger. This was his best trash talking. You. Dom's best yeah, trash talking. Yeah, sure. Um, the closer and closer we get to the end of this movie without Carter or I tossing out our super pumps makes me feel like we have the same one. I feel like we need to work our way to what mine is, and I'm assuming Carter's is. But really, all that happens here is that the crew busts in and starts to counterhack Cipher, right? Right. Yeah. That's really all we get here. You're yeah. not to the chase. Yet, it's though. kind of. It's kind of no to me anticlimactic. Right. To me, the best and most compelling action scenes were Zombie Car. Nope. And we're okay. Tell me about it then. I love your. I love your idea. What, what was better? Zombie what, Car was amazing. What Zombie Car was amazing. What keeps this from being anticlimactic? There is a moment 
in this movie where Jason Statham and Luke Evans jetpack glide <laughs> into the back of the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Bust okay, their right. way all the way through this plane. And then something I've never seen anything like <laughs> in any movie ever happens for so much longer than I thought it would. And every second of this is my super pump for this movie. And it is a baby wielding Jason Statham murdering his way through an entire plane of henchmen. This was almost my super pump. I was referring to vehicular action. Nope. Doesn't oh, matter. Okay. I, I believe <laughs> yeah. you. I'm on yeah. your team for this. That is also my super pump. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. This is really great. It oh. was honestly incredible comedic timing. Yes. Yeah. It was written so well. Yes. It was it was as if the Fast and the Furious franchise was kind of laughing at itself with, the, with the action. And because it was so silly. Something rare as for the me. Music. I yeah. liked J- Jason Statham. Be- as, beyond like, just a vehicle for action, I was like, who is this guy? He's charming. Yeah. You're charming. Yeah. You're funny. The Alvin and the Chipmunks was killing me yes. the whole time it was happening. Weird seasonal choice, but I'll take it. Yes. Um, the yeah, fighting. Does that make this a Christmas? Movie? I guess so. I mean, they were in Russia. It's always it's always Christmas, Christmas and never it's always winter. winter. <laughs> <laughs> it's always winter. But uh, winter the, is here. The fighting was, was amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. The whole like, <laughs> can we? Was that was that you? Or was that him? It was him. It was so great. Oh, Super Pump was almost. I can just watch Hobbs. I love The Rock. Give him an Instagram follow. I hope he listens and then someday maybe he can Hugs listen to can us. <laughs> but when he takes a submarine torpedo on the surface of the ice and simply <laughs> redirects it with his own biceps while pretty much silver surfing on the ice himself, <laughs> <sighs> that was so much fun. But I'll tell you, I almost super dumped in the same scene. That stupid Roman thing on the car door. With the door. It was basically the Avengers theme when he jumped out of the water. That was so bad. When he skidded like like a thousand feet, it was practically like, you know what I mean? Nobody dies, right? Okay, cool. At least keep him wet so we can see he dealt with some hypothermia. He was dry. I would love to go back and watch. This is the only time I'm ever going to say this sentence. I want to watch Too Fast, Too Furious again. Just to see like, was Roman always this dumb? No, I don't think so. Like he is incompetent, imbecile, dumb yeah. in this movie. I think he was he developed was a, into a, that. A caricature of himself. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Funny moments still with him. I mean, like I still was laughing, but it was, I also. See, it just didn't quite work for me. I don't, think, yeah, I, I don't think I laughed at him except for once and I don't remember what it was. I, I loved when he was bashing little nobody, baby nobody. Yeah. That was great. But um, the ending of this movie is really just a bunch of explosions. Here's the thing, though. <clears throat> There's been there is so much fire baptism at the end. Mm. <laughs> they've done. They've used it again. Okay, it was really him cool being circled by when the cars. They surrounded him with those yeah, cars. Big and, pump. And then him, like, I mean, he does drive his car through fire, almost exactly from the same angle that he walked out of the fire of that yep. airplane. Yep. Like that is going to be. Somehow they have taken, they have invented a new kind of cliche and have not worn it out. Yeah. I think in nine, he's going to be lit on fire and they're just not going to put him out again. Like he's just going to be (laughs) be on fire for the rest of nine and all of 10. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's 
It's all a ghostwriter origin story, I'm sure. Ooh. I, I'm not kidding you. Had that exact same thought last night really? while I was watching this. Yeah. Interesting. I don't understand why I'm supposed to believe that a layer of ice kept them from all dying from a nuclear explosion. Yep. Those those weren't the nuclear yes, explosives. Yes, they were. Oh. He, they literally said that there is so much nuclear activity under this ice right now that he said that because that was what the, the sub was. They were going to drive it into open ocean. Don't so you remember those like PSAs and stuff from the fifties and sixties where it was like, stand if, on ice. If they nuke us, put an ice cube over your head. Yeah. You won't die. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about those. That's so, crazy. I can't believe that. I don't know why I missed it. I, I was second guessing myself up until the end yeah, when Tedge was like, that was, was like so nuke. much nuclear activity underneath us. That was a nuke. It was a nuke. No, it was a sub full of nukes. Yeah. So this maybe like, in the next movie, it starts, Fast and Furious 9 opens up with all of them having like third hands and arms growing off of them. See, that's the thing exposure. about this movie and this this conclusion in particular. In a franchise that, as of late, has been really built around what kind of cool skateboard tricks you can do as you jump over the shark. They like jumped, they jumped the shark Dude, of jumping the shark. You know I'm what I mean? I'm not kidding when I was going to say at the end of this episode... I was going to leave us with this This movie jumped the nuke. Yeah. It totally did. It was just like this movie like pushed it one yeah. too far. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were still plenty of scenes that- Still my, loved were, it. But I will heart. say, basically all of Russia was some of the worst uh, CGI backgrounds I've oh ever seen. Oh my gosh, seen, it was ever. bad. It was bad. Movie. It was like Star Wars Episode Two bad. Yep, it really was. So from there, this movie goes to- their new house where they now live in New York City? On a roof, question mark. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that. Nobody got invited. Uh, I called from the moment a baby was revealed, which I'm that sure everybody name was going to be Brian. Brian. Yeah. Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, Brian. everybody. Me, Brian. Brian. Is it? So this, it's Is over. it time? Yeah, is it time to, I mean, that's the end of the last Fast and Furious movie in the series thus far. Mm. Are you watching the finale on YouTube? No, I have for you, and we're going to get a live reaction. This is what a nuclear underwater explosion looks like. I'm showing them now. Oh my goodness gracious. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> Very much. Now it's imagine, like a square mile. That, imagine was, that just, was in the ocean. Imagine just Vin Diesel's car shooting out of the very top <laughs> yes. of that. Just, but it was just like. <laughs> same parachute from six. <laughs> no, Cypher took the only parachute. Can I dump on that, by the yeah, way? Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, well, for someone here, who's super prepared. Just a big dump on Cypher. Cypher sucked so no, much. No, I'm not going to say that. I like Charlize most times. She's usually a good actress. That hair, what was with that hair? She was very bad. Uh, anyway. Her brothers were in uh, The Matrix Reloaded. I don't know if you saw it. Cypher's brothers. Uh, Cypher, Hacker. Sure. The two dreaded white. Sure. Sure. Is it time to rate and review this movie? I think that it is. Here at Two Chunks and a Hunk, we've developed the perfect way to rate movies. It's called the Scientific Cinema Scale, and it is flawless, proven by science, and it is also as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, and buy Buy that that poster. poster. The next best thing is going to be to buy it. After that, it's going to be rented. The next thing is stream it. After that, it's forget it. And lastly, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. So who wants to go first? I will. It's a rent. It's a rent because six and seven peaked. Eight. 
the same things weren't working anymore. And so I'm starting to discover they're going to have to do something different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, That won't stop me from watching them. No, certainly. But it's, it's definitely on a trajectory right now that if it keeps up, probably not anymore. Yeah. Yep. But because it's just the same thing. Unless we kind of have to for the podcast. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. No, yeah, totally, yeah, totally, yeah, totally, yeah. Totally, totally. Uh, this would be a stream for me. Okay. Uh, I, I totally agree with your analysis. I just disliked it more than you did. Yeah. This is just, this is how I imagine I'll feel on my 51st birthday. When I can be certain that over half of my life is now behind me and I have crested <laughs> the hill and I'm beginning to return from whence I came. Day. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, this movie was almost a rent it until I saw the plane scene with Shaw. Okay. This is going a different way than you think it is, I think. In that scene. Forget it. <laughs> in that scene, I saw what this movie could have been and had the potential to be. Yep. And it retroactively made me dislike the earlier part of the movie more. This movie is a stream it for me. I... I'm so disappointed by the lack of everything else being as cool as that plane scene was. Yeah. Like the Shaw and the plane might be my new favorite scene from the entire series. Isn't that a Samuel L. Jackson movie? Yeah. Shaw and the plane. Yeah. <laughs> um, literally so great. Everything I wanted the series to be was Shaw on yeah. the plane. It, it was, was so good. wonderful. And because the rest of the movie did not live up to that hype and that level set by that scene, it has to be a stream it for me. This mm-hmm. movie did not land nearly as well on Jordan Wonders as the rest of the most recent ones. Yeah, yeah. that was so weird. It was not at all what I was expecting. Especially after, in my opinion, in my opinion, the series peak at seven. Yes. The drastic dip to eight was startling. It's interesting that you mentioned series peak. We've been kicking around for a while. Yeah. This is our last episode of The Fastest Man. and the Furiousest. And I can't it has been it. a fast and furious ride. It really has. I never thought that I would come to the point where I enjoyed any of these movies. Yes. Much less enjoy them as much as I did. So right. I, let's go ahead. I think we've all prepared this. Let's go ahead and reveal our ranked list of yeah. The Fast and Furious Do we movies. want to start with eight and then just kind of go around really quickly? Like yeah. all of our eights. So like last place? Last place for me. Okay. Too, worst one. Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay. Was my worst one. Okay. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Okay. I thought you loved Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I, I, they all blend together for me. Once too, too Fast, Too Furious, bad. When they used to be about racing, they're all the same movie to me. So, Next up, seventh place. Next to worst. Fast and the Furious. The very first one. Okay. The Fast and the Furious. Hey, me too. Fast one. Too Fast, Too Furious for me. Okay. All right. Uh, then for me, it was Tokyo Drift. Too fast. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. So okay, we have first the, same, three. the first three movies are the worst We have three. the same bottom three. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's Next I bet these go in the same order. Next was four for me. Same. Six. <gasps> really? Okay. Next was five for me. Same. Eight. Next was seven for me. Next was Fate of the Furious for me. Four. Okay, I skipped one. Yeah. What's your second place? My third place was eight. Oh, okay. okay. Fate of the Furious. Second place was seven. Second place is Fast and Furious six for me. Mine was Fast five. My number one was six for me. Okay. Fast and Furious six. Number one was Furious seven. Furious seven with a bullet in first place for hey, me. Hey, we'll make a little infographic of all of these and we'll post it on our <laughs> Instagram. If you are the type of person that is curious how we would rank these movies. Yeah. Honestly, I can say this now confidently. I think I'm I'm genuinely considering buying Furious 7 on Blu-ray 
just so I have it. Nice. Yep. That's awesome. And, and I think I gave it a buy it and I think I need to honor that commitment. Wow. Yeah. If we actually had to buy all of the things, that I know it would be hard. Huh? Show, Although to be, be fair, really I've time. owned a lot of the ones yeah, that we've already talked about. Yeah. Uh, Doge, I've got a very special moment, way more special for you and I. Maybe not special at all for Jordan. Could you hold my hand? Yeah. There was there was a uh, and would you say the episode's almost over? The episode is almost over. Yeah. There was something the that you and I completely disagreed about episodes ago. Jordan had made a claim that we just absolutely couldn't believe. I even thought he might be lying. In this movie, he did not even mention his favorite two characters were back. He no, did not. It, it, I'm, I'm going to own my mistake right here and right now for the world to hear. Yes, say it. What a garbage part those two gentlemen yeah. had in this movie. They were movie. in it for 10 seconds, so no did wonder you, mean, you forgot. Did you mean this movie or this franchise? No, I still like them in Fast Five. I stand by that one. <laughs> I stand by that one. No. Yeah. Would you rather them have a spinoff than Hobbs and Shaw? No, not now. <laughs> not now. I know. At the time. At they, the we time, didn't have, yeah. We didn't even have Shaw. At the I didn't time. know what Shaw was, and I didn't have Eyebrow Rock Hobbs yet. But yeah. now that we're here, now we're man. Here, they don't fit. Yeah. I, I'll tell you this. I'll show up at the midnight for Hobbs and Shaw. I'm going to hold you to that. If you're listening you're to this show, I'm going to hold you. <laughs> if you're listening that. to this show, you have to hold Jordan to that and through it and through it. Amazing. Well, speaking of characters who should have been in this episode but were not, you, if you want a shout out on a future episode of Two Chunks and a Hunk, hashtag official chunky on any form of social media, interact with us at all, DM us. You can go to twochunksandahunk.com and you can click the contact us page. You can send us your pumps and dumps for whatever movie we're going to be going through next. And we'll say your name here, and it's going to be real fun for all of us and very special. And it's going to sound a little bit like this. Once again, a huge important shout out to maybe the most important shout out we could give this episode, Mr. Jesse Iwuji. Jesse, you have been so fantastic. Like, honestly, legitimately cool. An actual hero in multiple senses of the word. Yes. A fast driver Mm -hmm. and just a generally and genuinely kind person. Yes. I guarantee you, if a character had been written after the life of Jesse Awuji and placed into this franchise, likely would have been one one of my favorite, if not my favorite. Yeah. This This whole thing started as a joke. If you haven't been with us from the beginning, Jesse found us through a hashtag on Instagram and commented a yellow thumbs up emoji and a black and white checkered race flag emoji on one of our posts. And we thought, oh, this is funny. Verified Instagram account. We started jokingly referring to him as our first official sponsor. And then we all followed him and realized- Quickly found out. Jesse is the man. The coolest the guy. Like, absolute I, I, man. I, it sounds like I'm overselling him. No, I'm he's not, awesome. I promise. No, he rules. Not so once again, thank you so much, Jesse. Yes, thank you. In, a, in addition to Jesse, we want to shout out Stacy Johnson for once again talking about us on social media. Thank you so much, Stacy. You're the best. Stacy's the artist behind the ever popular Coronas Brothers with Demi Lobato oh image gosh. we posted a few weeks ago. We'll post so that good. again on our story. Just because it's, it's that awesome. Great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Hey, can I give a collective shout out? Doge was going through our statistics in terms of downloads and people listening to this podcast. Guys, we have a fast and furious head of steam. We are yeah. so thankful to everybody yeah. for continuing to download. Um, I'm, there's got to be several subscribers out there because it's happening on a weekly yeah. basis. And Thank it's getting you better and so, better. so much. Yeah. We have so much fun doing this and we're so happy to have that support. Yeah. yeah, a genuine shout out to literally anybody that has ever listened to and or liked our show. Yes. If you hear these words, you dumb been shouted. <laughs> 
Speaking of things that make us feel good, if you like the show, like listening to it, and want to do us a huge favor, one of the best things that you can do to help us out is to find the podcast and rate and review it on whatever form of listening you choose. Yeah. Uh, good Yelp. reviews and good five to uh, 1,000 star ratings help yes. us out a ton when it comes to being found by new listeners. Yes. Exactly. And the best way for new listeners to find us is for you to tell them about us. Yeah. If you like our show... Tell somebody about it. Please do. If you don't like our show, tell somebody how much you hate it. And they'll go, you know what? I'll probably hate it too. I need to listen to it. And then they'll love it because they have good taste. Guys, how do we possibly end such an incredible series? I think the only thing that we can do is to end. live our lives a quarter mile at a time. (laughs) That. (laughs) But I think the only proper send off and transition from what we've been doing to what we're about to do is to speak some iconic Harry and Lord lines Mm. in the voice of the only man I want to hear right now, Dominic Toretto. Just to clarify, you do mean Lord as in the singer? Right. Okay, perfect. (laughs) I'll never be wild. I'll never see the diamond in the flesh. So Jordan, you're telling us to pick a line from either Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings and say it as Dom Toretto. I am. This is amazing. Yes. I have mine already. Okay, go. (laughs) Potatoes. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> I don't want no stinking. Hold up. I don't want no stinking potatoes. <laughs> Wait. Wait, let me start over. <laughs> it's only because they're both bald. Okay. Potatoes. <laughs> I don't want no stinking potatoes. Give it to us, Wall. And wiggling. <laughs> it is our choices, Ellie. That show us what we truly are. Far more than our abilities. That quote is said by Albus Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> I got mine. <laughs> I can't carry the wing, Mr. Fordo. But I can carry you. <laughs> One wing to wound them all. <laughs> and in the darkness, bind them. <laughs> the next movie that we're doing is Harry Potter. And the Chamber. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and the Philosopher's Stone. And the Sorcerer's Stone. And the Sorcerer's Stone. You'll be able to listen to that one on September the 4th. The first episode of our new series, Do, Do You Believe in Magic? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. 
Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.